Hey everyone, this is Maria Marquez and you're listening to Keeping It Safe, a podcast dedicated to talk about campus safety. Woohoo! In today's podcast, I will be talking about how to prevent your identity and laptop from being stolen. I will be providing you with six tips on how to play it smart when it comes to this topic. And I also have the opportunity to meet and interview Nathan Hubbard, the information security officer who works within OIT on our campus here at Stan State. He informed me on how we, warriors, can do to protect our identity and the information we have within our technology devices, whether it's our phones, our laptops, or our iPads. He gave us little tips on what to do and what type of resources Stan State has to offer for us students to prevent this from happening. So, with that said, let me start informing you about the six tips I myself came up with to learn how to protect your laptop and identity. When I say laptop here, everyone, I mean like the information within your laptop. I just decided to put like your laptop and identity because it just like summarizes things, but I felt like the need that I needed to clarify that. So without further ado, let me start off by informing you the first tip that I have for you all. And the first tip includes guard your numbers. For example, the numbers I am talking about here are your social security number, your ATM code, your card information, your computer passwords. Just guard your numbers. Make sure that no one else knows it, just yourself. That way other individuals don't use these numbers because that is stealing your identity and your information. The second tip is be careful when sending important documentation through mail or receiving that important information. For example, we are college students. Some of us live outside of our parents' homes because we decided to come to college. And when it comes to receiving important information, we also have to make sure that we have a set address. And those of us who decided to live on campus, whether it's in the housing suites or temporarily off campus while we continue our education here at Sand State, it's important to know that we need a set address where we feel certain that our important mail can be mailed there too. For example, my mom lives in San Jose and that's basically the set address I have for myself. Other of you may have uh, someone else like your aunts, your uncles, your grandparents or so, or just a family friend that you feel comfortable with them receiving your mail and that's okay. But in my case, I have my mom's address in San Jose where whenever it's important information like my dean's list certificate, my bank statements or so like that, I have it sent there because I know it is a safe place to have it sent to since here in college, I could be moving every now and then. Now, the third tip I have is sign up for transaction alerts. I have Wells Fargo as my bank and I ha- I was playing around with my app and I I turned on my notification for transaction alerts. So what I mean by this is by having transaction alerts, this will help you stay up to date on how much money you have in your bank account, which definitely helps out when you're going out like to eat or shopping. And then it just keeps you updated on like, oh, you have this much money left on your bank account and to not exceed your limit. And you will also be able to see if any unknown transactions were to happen or see if someone is trying to make changes into your account. And that's why it's important to have transaction alerts. The fifth tip I have for you is use strong passwords. Now, we've all heard that in order to have a strong password, our password must contain uppercase letters, lowercase letters, numbers, or special signs like the exclamation mark, the question mark, or the percentage sign. It is important to also have different passwords within the different sites and accounts you have within the internet, you know? 
And that is because that will help you prevent any hackers hacking your accounts. So yeah, sure, having an easy password can help you remember it for all of them and can help you just have one password for all of your accounts, but it is also easy to get hacked on. And you know what? I just realized that was actually my fourth tip. Now we're moving on to the fifth tip that I have for you all, and that is avoid making payments when using public Wi-Fi. You know, as college students, we have these busy schedules and we are always on the run. And luckily, places where we go to settle to do homework are the places that have Wi-Fi. For example, we may go to the library, to Starbucks, to do our homework, or to Panera to do our homework because these seems like good examples to go do our homework and get some coffee or get some snacks as we do our homework. But it's important to make a note that public Wi-Fi is not secured. And due to the Wi-Fi not being secured, it allows thieves to steal confidential information and distribute malware to your computer. And in case for those of you who are not aware of what malware is, this is a software that is intended to damage or disable your computers. So make sure not to use public Wi-Fi when it comes to making your bills. Just use your home Wi-Fi for that. That way that we secure your information, secure your numbers. Make sure that your lovely little laptops, phones, or iPads, or any other technology devices that you're using are safe and will not get damaged. Last but not least, the sixth tip I have for you all is to be savvy on social media. So according to Meredith Crises, a security process improvement manager within Ohio State Student Life Technology Services, says that fraudsters can mine social media posts for information that could help them get past account security questions on various sites. So what this means is basically in our generation, we love posting stuff on social media and we are bound to at least have one social media outlet to share what's going on within our lives, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. We need to be savvy on social media by making sure that we don't provide all our information on social media. And what I mean by this is that you're hiding your address, you're hiding your car numbers, you're hiding your license plates, or whenever we're like taking a photo of, oh, I'm about to go on this trip and here is my ticket information. Well, sometimes your ticket information may have personal information. So it's important to like scratch off that information if you still want to post like a picture of your car or something, like scratch like color over your license plates or so. But it's important to hide that information. That way, those who want to hack your accounts can have access to that information and have a hint of what your passwords may be or what the answers for your security questions may be as well. All of this information that I shared with you all and how I constructed these six tips on how to save the information you may have on your technology devices and your identity, I gathered it by reading an online article that it's called College Students Face a Greater Risk of Identity Theft. And I actually accessed this on consumerreport.org and it was self-explanatory. It wasn't one of those long articles. It was actually pretty easy to read and very relatable which allowed me to provide some personal examples for you all when I came to explain what these six tips were. Now, like I stated earlier, I also had the opportunity to interview Nathan Hubbard, the information security officer here at Stan State, and I asked him three interview questions I had for him through email. I intended to meet face-to-face with him, however, when I did have the opportunity to meet him and actually ask these three questions in person, I had my recorder on, but I guess my recorder wasn't recording. So when I came into KCSS and excited to hear these recordings to clip on and put it within this podcast, there came to be no sound, but you know, it's okay. We're human. We make mistakes. 
Luckily, he was nice enough to answer these questions through email. So basically, what I will be doing is reading his responses for you out loud. That way, you're all well aware of what he told me. And basically, what I really like about this interview is that he was very informative about the resources that Stanislaus has and how you could actually protect your identity here in Stan State. So the first question I had the opportunity to ask him was, what advice would you give to San State students and how they can prevent laptop and identity theft happen to them? And this is what he had to say, starting quote here. Laptops and cell phones are popular targets for thieves because they are small and valuable. When it comes to theft, the best advice is to keep them with you at all times. If you go to the restroom in the library or other study areas, take them with you so that they do not walk away. Keep laptop bags and purses hidden from view in vehicles as well. Ending quote here. So basically, you know, some of us who study in the library, we tend to leave our laptops out and our phones out because we need like a potty break or we see a friend and we want to talk to them. That may not be a good idea because someone could literally snatch your laptop away from you and then you come back to a surprise and seeing that your most valuable position, especially during this time, finals time, is gone. And he gives us the advice of not leaving those devices on the table without supervision. Also, throughout the end of that quote, he talks about keeping our laptop bags and purses hidden in our vehicle. And as I had the opportunity talking to him face to face, he actually told me that the most common incident happening here in Stan State is that some students have the idea to leave their laptop on their passenger seat and then go to class and then come back to their cars, finding their window shattered and their laptop gone. So make sure to leave your valuables in the trunk hidden away from sight. So there's more to this answer as well. And what he added within the email is that he stated, starting quote once again, secured, securing the data that is on your laptops and mobile devices is important. We do banking, taxes, conduct private conversations, and the other very and other very personal things with them. If someone can access the data easily, it puts us at risk. For laptops and mobile phones, securing them by requiring a username and password or PIN to access them is a great way to keep people out. You can go on one step farther by and typing them on the Mac there in File Vault and Windows BitLocker are built in disk inception software that adds minimal Overhead and offers the best protection to your data. Running anti-malware softwares and keeping everything updated is important to protect against malicious software. Apple and Android smartwares, smartphones also offer device inceptions to secure data and the usernames and passwords we store on them. So basically, ending quote this time. So basically what he's trying to say is that we could do that extra step and we need to do that. And I know I'm not a technology person, but I remember one time when I had this issue with my password, I went to OIT and they helped me out a lot. So they're very well informed. And if you don't know what I just explained right now, just simply go to OIT, talk to them if you feel like you're being hacked or so, and then they could help you out. The second question I had for them is basically, how do you believe campus safety connects with this topic? And the reason I asked them for um, for this question is because some of you may be like, all right, Maria, how does campus safety, once again, connect with laptop and identity theft? And basically, you want to make sure that the environment you're in within Stan State is safe because you don't want other information 
trying to hack you to get this personal information. And that's why I created this podcast. I wanted people to see how it's important to be protected, have that extra layer, just how the previously question I had for Mr. Hubbard is just by having that extra layer of running an anti-malware software to protect your laptops or just having that pin for your lock phone can simply protect you from not having others getting your personal information. And the way he responded to this question is by saying, quote, most property or financial crime takes place where there is the greatest opportunity. College campuses are full of laptops and smartphones with busy owners. If we make an effort at keeping them physically secured by keeping them with us, locking them up when not in use and not leaving them out in the open, we reduce the opportunity here for those who would steal from us. It would become known as a challenging place to make a living from theft. Hopefully that reduces other crime associations with property crime. Lastly, my third question was, what type of resources does OIT provide for students on campus? And this is what he had to share with us students. The OIT Support Center can assist students with malware remove security compromised stand state accounts, or even setting up some of the software or configurations options to keep a device secured. If you want to learn more about this information and information security or software, lynda.com, soon to be LinkedIn Learning, is a great training resource OIT offers. Go to www.lynda.com slash sign in slash organization. Enter csustand.edu and you will be redirected to the Stan State login page where you will use your warrior ID and password. Basically, I really liked how he responded to this by informing us about this resource. I knew that whenever I had technology issues with my laptops or just having trouble signing in within my account, I always went to OIT for help. But I never knew that I could utilize this website, lynda.com slash sign in slash organization to help me with any issues I may be having or just adding a securing compromise from Sandstand account or just removing malware within my laptop. And I'll make sure to provide this information down below in the comment section for those of you who are interested in checking out this website. It might have been hard for you all to write it down as I was talking about it, but I just want to make sure you had the opportunity to go to this link and enter csu.edu and so on and so forth to see how you could protect your identity and laptop information or information within other devices. So that's what I have for you all for this podcast. And in case it wasn't stated earlier, this is my last podcast that I will be providing for you all for this Keeping It Safe series. It is a series that has been started this semester and it was an honor to be one of the first students to actually construct this podcast. And hopefully I provided creative contact for you all. And most importantly, hopefully I've provided information that you may not have known that our college community has to offer for our Stan State student. One thing I would like to point out about this podcast series is that it has also been a learning experience for me myself. I've felt before this podcast, I felt like I was aware of the campus resources, but while I was doing the research, while I was doing the fact checking, reaching out to different departments, reaching out to see what faculty or staff member within campus I could interview, or just trying to figure out what student I can invite here within KCSS to join into this conversation of campus safety, I've learned that there's some resources or some other 
stuff that I did not know about. And having the ability to also learn about this information and providing you this information was honestly awesome. And I really had a great experience. And I hope you've all enjoyed listening to every single episode I had the opportunity to publish. There are a total of seven episodes. So if you haven't checked out the other episodes, please feel free to do so. My first podcast was about campus safety tips that I personally constructed myself. Second one, I talked about Warrior Express, the shuttle service on campus. Third one, I've talked about mental health. Fourth, what to do in case of an emergency. Fifth, accessibility campus safety and how accessibility and campus safety connects, but also bringing in joy to provide campus safety tips for students who are also in the same situation as her. And the sixth podcast, I talked about the social justice conference and gained a little sneak peek for you all who missed out on it because of the campus closure. This podcast is my last episode and I talked about laptop and identity theft. Within these seven podcast episodes that I had the opportunity to construct to you all provided very important information and I saw how campus safety plays as a puzzle within our campus because all these different topics may not be something that you instantly think about oh, this is why our campus is safe because mental health and how safe our students feel mentally or how accessible our campus may be and also how social justice issues and being aware of what's going on within our community, how it also plays out within our campus community. And I hope I have provided you all with very informative information. So this is me, Maria Marquez, a communication studies major here at Stan State, signing off from Keeping It Safe. I look forward to see what the next person takes and creates within this podcast series and will definitely be tuning in and becoming the audience and listener in hopes to learn more about Stan State by listening to the next host of Keeping It Safe. Like always, keep it safe here at Stan State Warriors.